Good afternoon, morning, evening or night, mingers and gentlemen of the jury. This is the Jarcast with your host, Alex, and, and uh, joined by James over there. We are the best duo. And we're back again. The best charge duo. Yeah, we go hard. This is episode 156. Um, before we move on, I'd like to thank the patrons for their, their lovely support of the show that makes it possible on iTunes and Spotify and all that. So this is this is for you guys. Yeah, and today we're joined by a 10-year Abelor. 10-year Abelor whiskey. Yeah. Got into whiskey recently. You have, and it was a surprise to me because, you know, from Christmas I got loads of whiskeys. Mm. And, you know, I always take them around for us all to try, you know, give opinions. And then over last week you were like, I've been getting a taste of whiskey. So we met up yeah. on the Wednesday some shit reason we watched a really terrible movie no reason we'll get into probably in a sec yeah and uh you you were gonna go to tesco to look at whiskey anyway so i was just like you know let's just meet up and watch something so you, so i i joined you down there and we we got a uh it's a 12 year glen fittage mm-hmm. it was just it was good whiskey so we just you know sat yeah. back had a few whiskeys so maybe one day one one day the the jar fans might get a a whiskey video just talking about whiskeys. Yeah. Because <laughs> whiskeys out of all the alcohol, it's like the, there's so many fucking layers to whiskey. Mm-hmm. Like and you can see, you can see there's, lo- the there's layers to like every like alcoholic drink, but with whiskey, it's like there's there's the palate, and you know there's all that. And mm-hmm. It's like there's so much to talk about. So yeah. That's so what. something quite big happened in the last week for us. Something huge to the point of when we got told we we were fucking speechless. Actually, like playing Apex Legends in complete silence because we were so like yeah. It just happened to be I've recently started was, playing Apex. It was it was a bra moment, a literal fucking <laughs> bra moment. So, a few times on this podcast we've mentioned about a friend of ours, a friend, a very a, a friend, a friend known, known since for, our childhood. Yeah, so long. We've Ten plus years. Him, yeah, yeah. yeah we've mentioned I streamed. Him I time. streamed with him, and Jar really? fans did watch it. I fucking streamed with him. Really? Yeah. Um, we found out something about our friend that was that came out of nowhere. Literally, no messages from him for like weeks. Yeah, and then he sent. So we had a group this. chat with him, and he hadn't been active for a while. Yeah, and right as we dropped down into an Apex map, we just sat there in Discord about to. We're getting our gaming on. We were just being edgy and just kids, and you know. And I happened to see a notification pop up from the group chats, and it was from him. Yeah. So it was like, oh, guys, he's finally said something. No, but before that even happened, I was downstairs like cooking my lunch the next day, and I saw him like on like WhatsApp, like something is typing. So I was yeah. like, oh, he's he's typing. He must be back. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you started typing, so it didn't show anymore. But that whole time he was writing this this power graph, this huge-ass yeah. text. But what happened was he he wrote this huge, this huge, like, uh, multiple paragraph thing. This, this huge fucking text. Like a letter, almost, yeah. directed to us saying, how, like, revealing that he was actually a, a Christian. Yeah. Um... Which of course isn't a big deal at first, of but not, it's no. that the information that started trickling out around that 
I'd always suspected he may have been religious in some form, but yeah, I always kind of guessed that. But obviously, you know, we don't care. It's like if you know, if I come up being like Jewish or something, it's just like okay, you know, we we don't care. Yeah. But, um. But then, of course, it became a question of what. So oh, we have to reel it back even more because have, this friend of ours, he he vanished. After, around 2012. Basically, as soon as we finished school, so it was like 2012, 2013, you know, he was going to like college. Um, you were obviously already out of school. We were leaving. I was going to college as well. Jim and we were staying in school. I think form. it was my last year of sick form. Yeah. Um, he Then he went off to college and he literally disappeared. He went. We didn't see or hear from he, the guy. He for... deleted his Facebook. He didn't contact any of us. The only encounter was when I saw him in a, in a, a Tesco. Yeah, I happened to see him in a Tesco, and we just talked for mm-hmm. a bit. That's it. That's our, the only contact we had until like what was it, two years ago? Twenty seventeen. Then he suddenly, I was out of the country at the time. He suddenly was just back. He just started messaging me and Ruben, um, and it gradually turned into we started talking to him again. We started hanging out he, with he, him. He he met us. He came. He came here. We, we went yeah. for meals and stuff. I mean, this went on for a couple of years, pretty much. Seeing him quite regularly, it's, talking it's, to him it's, regularly. It's happened. Yeah, he would play games with us, you know, Rainbow Six, Ace Combat. Mm-hmm. He was a part of the gang. And in these two years that he'd been back in contact, never once mentioning anything no, nof- he never to do with religion anything. or God or anything yeah. like that. He was um, just the normal person we knew from when we were... And it was honestly never relevant, really. Yeah, he was just... He was the, ma- the friend that he we He was knew. the same person to all of us anyway. Yeah. But then, yeah, we were sat there, fast forward to now... We were sat there playing Apex, get this message saying, sorry guys, but I can't be a part of this group anymore because it goes against his religious like his religious that. views and he's not, he, can't, he can't get down with the things we talk about in the group chat. And we're, we, of course, we joke about we, any, and anything. We joke about religion, we joke <laughs> about sex, we joke it's, about it's any, anything. Case of, it's, that, it's that thing where we literally all just start joking and just say the most disgusting, just stupid shit. Because that's what you do in group chats. You just yeah, it's just bullshit. It's it's shit posting. It's all group chats. There are plenty of screenshots on all of our different twitters of just the horrible stuff that goes down on there. But we've been literally posted (laughs) posted a fucking tweet literally moments before it happened. Yeah, just like this, the most fucking stupid shit. Mm -hmm. And it was just like fuck. But yeah, the the, it wasn't really the the shock that he was religious exactly, but it was more the fact he'd kept it a secret and the fact that suddenly it was an issue hmm. whereas over the last two years he was he was in on all the like banter and all the fun he and times and jokes he, he played games he specifically said in this big paragraph how he feels kind of bad about playing video games with us and stuff because he especially this this guy he loves we loved Halo. He was the biggest fucking Halo fan in the world. He loved world. Halo. He's partially responsible for, for why we always talk about Halo yeah. and we are so obsessed with it. Yeah. And of He's... course, the the theme of Halo is about blind faith and why that may be bad. So, yeah. of course, he has to write Halo off um, with his slant of Christianity that he follows. Um, and he can't. He, he says he can't play any violent video game anymore and that kind of thing. So it's like, right, that's off the table then. And then, so then it became, right, okay. So we, we should probably ask some questions now, because he just left the group chat. He, he, as soon as he sent it, he left. 
he was gone. He left the the Discord groups that we have that we use to play games, the WhatsApp groups. He was deactivated his Twitter. Yeah. yeah, he was completely gone. Then, so Ruben and I started messaging him the next you day. You were you were trying to find out some more deets. You were just trying to see how. We just you know, yeah, we had to work backwards to try and figure out. Okay, uh, gosh. Um, <laughs> So let's try and figure out what you do believe. And yeah. fast forwarding a little bit, we eventually figured out he's a fundamentalist creationist. So he has a literal interpretation of the Bible. He believes the world was created in 7,000... Um, Seven days. Years. Eight days. Um, yeah, and all, and all yeah. this. A, a literal interpretation of it. Which then led to us being like, oh, um, how do you feel about... You know, gay people. Yeah. And then it, was, it gets a bit yikesy because, you know, mm. Bible, don't really like. You yeah, don't really like, you know, if, if you're interpreting it literally, um, that's a negative, you know. It is. Which so, is. so it just got to this point where it's like, Jesus, man. It's, like, it's, it's just the fact that he's had this all like secret and it's like, it makes you question, like, what was real? Like all the times we've had with him, if that was like actual genuine, because he made it out as if like being friends with us and talking to us about stuff was like sinful. Like, he, he yeah, was, his whole perspective was that I, I've been losing my faith re recently, hence why I've been talking to you guys again and got back talking to you guys. Yeah, but that whole time he always seemed like he was f loving it. Yeah. Each, he would just he would go fucking hard in just doing all of this the dumb shit we do like mm -hmm. if if you know a lot of the times he was the instigator too yeah he'd be like you playing games just fucking play games on, let's just play sit siege. up till fucking let's, midnight yeah let's play some Halo I'm, I'm off of work James just fucking play games and we sat there and played games till like 4 in the fucking afternoon from 9 o'clock just, just going yeah. hard and when we mean playing games it was like playing Rainbow Six and purposely fucking our team because that's all we did mm -hmm. we were fucking sinful cunts in games yeah and it's like what the fuck? But yeah, the the it genuinely bugged. I know it bugged you as well in the same way. And quite. Well, a, that's why we met up on the Wednesday. Yeah, because yeah. it was quite a striking bit of news to us. Some finding out you don't actually really know someone you have known for so long. Twelve years. And it did explain super. some things about yeah, what, his, his strange you know coming and going and all that kind of stuff. But it was quite a strange experience because. That that first message he left explaining all of it read like a copy pasta meme, like it, it really was quite extreme. It was, and we we actually reverse searched it to find if it was like copy and pasted. Up yeah, because we were so baffled, it just didn't seem. It I didn't seem possible. I didn't believe he wrote it. I was like, this can't be him. This wasn't the person yeah. I was playing games with like three weeks ago. It's, that's not what he did. And and ever since that, him sending that message, whenever we've messaged him. He's just a different person now. It's like you're speaking to a different person. Yeah. Whereas before it was really casual, nonchalant. The the language he used was different. The the way he texted was different. Now it's all very formal, and it's he's all, and formal. the language is different. It's like the way we talk in group chats is so stupid. Like the names we have for each other, like yours and a cage. Mm -hmm. It's like it's <laughs> there's no sense in what we say, and that's the way we talk. But then he went from that being in that group to just talking like a, a machine. Mm -hmm. Like he's reading a script, and it was just like, yeah. This is, this I is, do want to like it felt a, alien, like we're talking to like someone well, from a spaceship. Yeah, and every time you were trying to find out more information or asking questions about it, 
there was always sort of some deflection going on. You never quite got the true story. Um, or the details you were actually after. It's, it's kind of like a politician, you know. You'd ask them a yeah. question, they aren't, they'd answer it by not actually answering. They the say talk. a lot, but at the same time, they say, say very nothing. little. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, so it just kept going round and round in circles. Ruben got quite annoyed. Ruben did, and it's like having experienced something like it. It's like when you find out something major like that, you doubt everything that you've experienced. It changes how you see things to the point where you're very confused, and we were. Yeah, because we met up on Wednesday just to talk about it because we were both just like, okay, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. So we, that's why we watched a really crap movie. It's just like something to just take your mind off of, you know, what it is. Well, yeah, you have like a pit in your stomach. Yeah, because it doesn't feel real. Um, you feel because it did just come out s s out of left field totally. We literally before that actually happened, I was downstairs cooking my lunch, and you were like. I wish James was gay, was gay so I can rape him. Like, that's the <laughs> shit we were talking about. Like, like hor horrendous stuff we always talk about. And then I replied with, you don't have to be gay to rape me, Alex. <laughs> it's just like, stupid yeah. stuff. And, and to preface, a lot of the time, our friend would join in on that kind of stupid banter and... It's like, that's how we organise talking about like playing games together. It's just like some mm -hmm. weird situation. And then it's like, that's us. That's, that's, that's how most people like well, I, tr are. I tried to ask him... Like, I'm sorry if we offended you based on your beliefs, um, but do you have any examples as to what actually upset you? Yeah. But he said um, that it wasn't anything specific, but it was more that, you know, he had to be more in tune with God or something. It was all that kind of thing. Yeah. And it, it's difficult because you don't want to sound like, oh, he's come out as being religious. So we instantly dislike him, but it was more the fact that now he just seems like a different person entirely. You, it's, it's not like, even about the religion. It's, it's more. So like when we talk to him, he doesn't sound, sound like he's not the person we knew. That's that's it. Yeah. It's hard to have a connection when that person doesn't seem like the person you've known for like ten years. That's that's the problem. I can't believe it. Yeah. I'm mm. speechless. It's still like it's still weird to get my mind over now. It's just like you know that person I knew for so long like isn't there. And of all, of the group that we have that he was a part of, it's like, he's the only one who was like the car guy. So mm -hmm. like, we'd go, like, we'd go to like Swindon or whatever, and we'd the whole way just talking about cars, talking about engines, talking about that stuff, and you'd be mm -hmm. like, what the fuck are they talking about? But I loved that. Yeah. That was like, the thing we had, and now it's like, I don't have that. He was a great guy to have around and talk to and everything. He was, he's fun. He's, he was a fun guy. Like, he was... We you know, we've said like how Jamie like triggers me, and then I trigger mm -hmm. you, and it's like that. He was like... He was one of them. He was the one who like trigger all of us at the same time. Yeah. It's like he was like a catalyst to the chaos that is Jar. Mm -hmm. And, and now, we were planning to have him on the show. Even we did. I actually asked him. I was like, you know, you've got this happening. So you know, just tell me when you want to come on. Yeah, like while Jim has been away with his Mexican family, he'll yeah, be back we, soon. We wanted him to come on to like add another layer to the episode and just like have a, a laugh. Mm -hmm. That would have been. Yeah. And then it was just like he just hasn't messaged and then he's gone. And this was like weeks before I literally streamed with him you know with Jar fans viewing and that's yeah. like he seems it's that like sudden change that is so disturbing to me which I, I've experienced a change like that before where I was just like okay what the fuck this is crazy but I uh, on the day that it happened I, I went over to my parents to talk to them about it and they were saying how no wasn't that the day after because that's when we you went to your parents then we went to Tesco so that was like the day after I think because when we found out it was like Oh yeah, it was already too late was on that. Late, yeah, it was, it was sorry, it was the next day. day. But point being, my parents, <laughs> my parents told me how the same thing happened to them. 
once upon a time. A couple mm. decades ago, they had a friend who just suddenly, through some trauma in their life, became like a born-again Christian mm. and just vanished. Never saw or heard from them again. And it's, it's that kind of thing where it's like, it takes a massive event, a traumatic event, for, for people to suddenly, you know, turn religious. It's like, it's how some religions prey on people to get them to join the religion. That's, yeah, like, of course your your mind flings to the most negative thing possible. Um, not as like an insult to anyone who's religious out oh, no, there of course who listens. No, I'm just saying, it's just like, in some situations... But the thing is, it's like... It was, it was clearly an issue for him that there was some clash going on with him being religious wasn't going to work with, with us not, you yeah. know? Whereas I'm sure if he was just a, a modern-day regular Christian that wasn't so hardcore fundamentalist, then I'm sure nothing would be different. No. I, like, no, I don't we, care. We don't care. You know, we, we, if, you know, we accept that, you know, we're just friends. That's what we I'm is. sure most Christians out there... Like, they don't care about, you know, stupid video games and stuff, and they can no. appreciate the context behind the Bible and, uh, you know, question things a bit more. Because he, he really ha has turned to a blind faith where you, you cannot get any information out, out of him anymore. You can't question anything, and I, it doesn't sit with me, and I couldn't be on eggshells around him, like, pretending that I would be okay with him having these views about gay people and evolution and stuff, where it's just... It's a bit too much for me. But like, for me, I find if, if, you know, if people do have, like, homophobic views, with like, in line with the Bible, it's just like... I find that difficult because it's just like... It's... I, I'm so okay, okay with that. Why wouldn't you be? But it's, so like, it's just yeah, like pretending okay. that it's like, I can't do that. You can respect their faith to the point where you can say, look, you can... You can believe this stuff all you want. Mm. Um, I disagree with it. However, I, I I can't condone our relationship anymore in terms of being friends, so I'm afraid. It's kind of like an ultimatum. It, it's kind of like, it's the big thing for us because it's like he took himself out of the group chat. He took us himself out of everything. It's just like when you suddenly just walk out of a group chat, which is the main way you communicate with your friends, it's like how do you... How do we now breach, a, like, make a bridge between him and our group? It became a black and white thing instead of, uh, if he'd approached it in terms of saying something like, look guys, it's been really awkward for me these past few years because I'm actually Christian and some of the things you guys talk about or say sometimes offends me or what, he never really made it clear what it was. Um, like, for example, if I was religious in some way and... I was in a group chat that said something that maybe personally offended me. I would say, hey, listen, could could we maybe not joke talk about, about or joke about yeah, that kind that. of thing? Where it's like, you don't joke about things that, you know, personally affect the people and the friends that you have. And you know what they're going through, but... If we if we don't know how... We can can't we just like... assume. Hmm. Otherwise, we could, we could never make fun of anything. Yeah, it's eggshells. It's like, oh, we yeah. can't make a joke about Alex falling off his chair because somehow it might Because maybe be I've done that in the past and I've got trauma from it and now, you know, yeah, it's, it's like, like that level of like, ridiculousness. You know, I've been through trauma. I imagine you have. It's like, mm -hmm. I joke about that because that's how you deal with it. Yeah. I, I, I make all the time jokes about, you know, that video I made ages ago and like the stuff I went through. I make jokes about that with my friends. My other friends group makes jokes about it because mm -hmm. it's like, by joking about it yourself, it's just like you don't, get offended or upset by it 
and it's like having to walk on eggshells whenever you want to talk to someone it's just like it makes being a friend very very difficult yeah and that's not it's like I couldn't like wake up in the morning and say some dumb shit because it's like okay okay is this I went worried that I'm like upset him or offended him and I don't like that mm-hmm. and I tried I did I did ask him multiple times um Look, if we did offend you or something, please tell us what we said or what it was. But he kept reiterating it was nothing about that. But it was. That's the thing. But yeah, but it's, it's it of course it was. Otherwise, like, he wouldn't the, have. The, the very issue. real moment is literally moments before this happened. It's seen on the screenshot on his Twitter. We made a jump. <laughs> oh, we literally we've been saved an image from a, like a Christian Facebook group and posted it, and mm. that was just a joke. And it was just like lol yeah and then that was literally it was a joke about religion moments before he had this thing yeah it's just like okay and that's when it, took, we, it suddenly turned into Alex saying he's gonna wait me and it's just like <laughs> <laughs> just, it, it turned into this farcical game where we were going through the group chat history looking for things that might have upset him which we found a few because it's just like that's how yeah, because we, I don't think there's anything any group any person any anything that we haven't joked about or made fun of because everything's off the table. Yeah. Because it's our private group chat anyway. And he's been in it for years, so we figured by now, whatever, he's part yeah, of it now. The, some of the jokes he made recently, we've literally made countless times in the bars when he's been there. So it's just like, why would it suddenly And he's be joined in now? with us too, so it's yeah. not like, you know, we're being you know, dicks. You talked about vape, but I'm pretty sure he's made a joke about vape as well at some point. Because that's like, it's a dumb like, group, group chat, no? <sighs> Yeah, it was just a, a, a unique experience because I've never... I've never experienced anything like it. It's something like, so out of left field, so confusing, so... Unexpected. Totally unexpected. And it's left us in a really weird, like, limbo. I mean, there's still days. so many questions that we don't really know. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like, we'll drive ourselves mad trying to question everything. It's like, we've just got to... We literally had to just, like, cut ourselves on it and just be like, you know, we can't. This is just not right. Yeah, it's a bit too much for me. It's just, it's crazy. It's just, it, it lingers on your mind. Like, all week I've been thinking about it at work, just sitting there just like, this is crazy. Well, and now, you can't escape it. You can't move on because every single thing, there are all these triggers now. Like, Halo as a franchise is always going to remind me of him now. Yeah. And it's always going to lead back to that story. Mm. And all these different things, all these memories, all these, you all know, these games. All these dumb stuff. You know, when we went bowling, it's just like the jokes, everything. It's just going to be like... I think Jim and I went to see Solo, a Star Wars story with him. Just all these all these things where it's like there's a link to all of it. Yeah. And, that, and that's, that's going to take years, like decades to just, you know, to cut yourself on. Yeah, it's not something you'll forget, mm. I don't think. So yeah, that's that's been our week. It's been absolutely crazy. We've been having great fun on Apex, and it's just like, oh. Oh. Yeah. It's just, and while Jim is away as well. Jim's been away the, the entire time, so he hasn't actually, like, he's never seen any of it until it was just like, Jim. I sent no him a message saying, joke. Yeah. Look at the group chat, because we're fucking in shock. And then Jim was just like, Jim made the fucking, like, joke where he said, I've been away for two weeks, and you turned him into a fucking <laughs> religious zealot. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, and during this time, Jim, he's only like, he talked to you through messaging, but like the only like times me and we even like seen him is when he literally posts a meme in the group chat of attention. Thank you for your attention. That's it. That's all mm-hmm. we'd know if he's still alive. And this yeah. is like really dumb. And then this happens, and he's just like, the fuck? yeah. 
this no but it's weird that he came back when i was on holiday he leaves when jim was on holiday mm-hmm. it's just like the, the timing is so weird and especially as this this happened a day after the the, the last jarcast where we talked about porn and porn addiction and it's yeah just so like, we thought maybe it was about that porn addiction thing yeah and it's just like there's so many things that was just like whoa what crazy yeah it's, I don't want to insult anyone as if not. like a, I do want to reiterate that honestly we don't care what your beliefs are um we like yeah we don't we don't care it's like you as long judge, as you're not you, you know. judge someone by that character and you know who they are not like you know what what they believe or yeah their sex or whatever it's we don't care what your beliefs are, however, if we want to associate you and you do have extreme beliefs, we might not be okay with that. Mm. And I think that's more than fair enough to... We weren't mean to him. No, we weren't. We weren't, you know, cruel in any way. I, I haven't spoken to him because it's just like, that's difficult mm. for me, you know, because I'm just like so weirded by it. Yeah. I mean, we might talk about this more when Ruben and Jim are back at the same yeah, time. Yeah, because obviously Ruben was there, so he's got what he has to say, and then Jim is just like... Yeah. Ruben was definitely the most passionate about it. Ruben, Ruben went in and he tried to get information and find out. Well, he... Ruben went in the hardcore way to get information, and I went in the more... Yeah, it was two shades, yin and yang, really, of the way you both approached it. Yeah. Yeah, and then I, I stayed out of it. Mm-hmm. And this, this was all happening while I was at work, so I was at work and I was just seeing these messages of these, like... This stuff that, and it's just like, holy shit. And it just, yeah, it just kept escalating it to did. a point where it's like, oh, we're going to have to make a decision, lads. Yeah. And then, you know, that, that happened. So it's like, it's sad because it's like I've lost a friend. Like, it's mm-hmm. almost, I was close to him and that, that hurts. It's just weird losing a friend in such a strange way where he yeah. still exists over there. It's not like drifting apart gradually. It's, it's just like, being cut off. Yeah, it's like just cut off. Like, he's not the person he was. And that's really difficult yeah I mean yeah I still read it and it doesn't really sink in properly it's very very strange I know it's it's, it's weird yeah. speaking of being addicted to wanking though um, last s- week we some did good feedback about... from that wank yeah, episode like I've I read all the comments today because I was just that's what I do you know same I you know I go on the Reddit I I mainly just look at how you know people think of things you know if they've got an idea you know it's mm-hmm. good to have that that we can do that and that we do so I was you know something I talked about heavily so I was just like I'll go on the comments you know see see what people think you know same yeah. way I did on that big video we did last year and it's interesting to see people think because there was people disagreeing with there was people who took what I was saying was just like you know I I know what you mean but like. I think, you know, you focus too much on this and then you should have focused on this. Yeah. And it's good to have that criticism. It's good that we have a community that's like that because, you know, the jar community is proven we're the fucking best. But I like that just, uh, you know, we talked about it, but we I over-exaggerated it because mm-hmm. we've got to add a bit of, like, humour and a bit of, like, spin to us talking about it. Because, you know, talking about porn addiction, it's just, like, it can be very boring unless you make it exciting. Yeah. So there's obviously there's some things that I said which were incorrect and all of that, but it's just, like... You know, people are saying, like, you know, at least James talking about it has opened it and made me think about it. And it's like, I've I've, yeah. I've read messages from people saying that they've experienced it and it does it does fuck, you know, dysfunction and everything up. And it, it is a very real thing. And it's like, it's good that we can open people's eyes. Because in my belief, it's like we've got this platform, so we should always use it for, mm-hmm. not all the time, but we should be able to bring massive things to the intention, like, you know, mental health and all this to raise awareness for good causes, you know, which we've both done. You've done it on your YouTube channel and we've done it here. So, you know, and I think that's great. 
Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a it surprise, actually. Because I didn't think that many people would be like, oh, yeah, this, this thing. Well, because it's, um, it's something that will have affected your life no matter what angle yeah. you're coming at it from, whether you've experienced it or... I mean, everyone's jerked off or thought about jerking off or not jerking off, so... This issue, and I actually had a message from uh, Joseph, and uh, he's... You know, he uh, he uh, created the Lego here. You know, he's he's a epic jar fan, and he sent me a message saying, "Your video made me realise that you know this this is actually a, a bigger issue in society." And he's mm -hmm. training to become a psychologist, I'm pretty sure, or therapist. I oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like he was just like, "I didn't think of this," and it's thank you for you know making me feel like that. And it's like him being like that; it just makes me feel good because it's just like you know different ways we're helping you know mm -hmm. we're helping other people who's, who. That's what that's what I like about. Um jar is like most of the time they're memers and they're having fun the jar fan they go hard on memes like they will fuck they yeah will, they will go hard on us they will roast us and then it's just like the next moment they're like 100 but we, when we do talk about things that are serious which is only now and again but they treat it seriously and they yeah make it's comments like the seriously. video i made last year like mm -hmm. there was loads of support going out which was great and it, you know you know that's yeah. heartfelt for me and that's something i'm always going to remember but then there's like joseph as well we never spoke about it at the time. We we're going to make a video on it, which we still might. But Yosef, mm. you know, he... I think we read it out on the cast, but he... Um, the video made him, you know, talk in front of a crowd in his school about mental health, which yeah, yeah. obviously helps hundreds more people, and it's like a ripple effect. And now he's done it again, and it's just like... That's that, awesome, That yeah. original video has gone on to... There's so much effect from it, just from me talking about yeah. it. And it's like... You know, I want to go back and, like, you know, talk again about the video I made last year. Yeah, and you know I'm having difficulties because it's hard for me to talk about. But it's something I want to do, and it, we, we, yeah. we will. Hold on, we'll be back after these messages. So, you know, as I was saying, it's like I want to go back and talk again about mental health and that type of stuff because there's a lot more to be said. There's a lot I've learned, and that that could be coming over the next few weeks. Because you know, yeah, I think having us both experience major things, it's like it's good that we can talk about it, and it's good that people do listen, and you know understand when we do and actually you know you know learn from it it's, it's very good yeah we might we might do that as a separate video thing we would because there's a lot to talk about yeah and it's difficult and it's you know everything like that but yeah to right. our community you know epic. big thumbs up big thumbs up to the ming and I, I just i find it funny that whenever we talk about really hard stuff it's always you and me it's like we're the yeah we're the the two jar members who go hard you know slinging whiskey Apple or tenure. Yeah, a bit of uh, <laughs> liquid honesty helps. If we keep this up, we're going to be known as the alcoholics and we can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> well, so this is the second half of the Jarcast where we head over to the Jar Media Reddit to answer questions from the community. If you want to leave your own questions, head over to the Jar Media Reddit and there's a thread that is pinned there at the top. Yep. Where you can leave any question you desire. And we may or may not answer it, you know, depending on you know, the episode. And how shit they are. St uh, you, you love saying that they're really shit. Starsh DK is going to start us off this episode. DK? Donkey yep. Kong or Drift King? S Donkey Kong's moustache. If you were suddenly transported into the middle of the first jar cast, what hilarious antics would take place? I'd probably be like, oh my god, I was so underweight. <laughs> but honestly, back then, there's that... There was a video where in the intro you can see my legs and they're you so are. skinny. Like, I God, never I realised how um, like thin you were. And yeah. It's like Ruben said, like you are so fucking skinny. Mm -hmm. And it's like being someone who's always been skinny and always been like that. It's like 
I don't notice it. But then it's like you quite... You don't notice work. it when you're in it. And I thought I was still fat back then. I know. Which is really dangerous if you think about it. You're skinny and you're thinking you're fat. That's mm -hmm. like... No, yeah. Oh, shit. That's uh, what body dysmorphia 101. You know what I'd do if I went back there? What? I'd replace the shorts I have with trousers because I wore shorts a lot back then and that's where it came from, the boner shorts. Oh, because it, did it show the dick bulge sometimes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and those shorts, since then they've actually broken. The the button doesn't actually work, like, doesn't... It's not even yeah, there you've still got them. I put a cable tied them together and I wear them sometimes. And they're what I wear, like, <laughs> wear to work on cars because, you know, working on cars, you're going to get filthy. Get so I wear, like, on it. I get, get a knock I wear on really it. terrible... <laughs> I wear really terrible clothes and I would not wear those shorts if I went back because they got known as the bonus shorts. That's an issue. That's like... <laughs> yeah. It would be cool to do a cast where... It's like us now with the, with the other two members being us from back then. Whereas... It would, be, it would be, it'd be completely different because since then we've both gone through so much and it's just mm -hmm. like I think we've both aged quite a lot no sure, I'm, yeah. so, I'm like 10 times as old as I was back then mm -hmm. and you've changed you're like you're a different person Alex. I don't know you anymore yeah man so it would be really strange because it's like they'd they'd be so hyperactive and we'd just be like what the fuck are they what the fuck are they mm -hmm. doing <laughs> so it'd be interesting concept weird. for sure D DFS off Azul Ale says, What questions have you wanted asked but never have been asked? And can you answer them? Uh, I've always thought it'd be interesting to talk about our idols and, you know, how we idolize them and, you know, what have they, like, af affected in our lives. That's something our idols. I've always thought, like, that would be an interesting subject, but I don't know if, if you guys, you know, put as much importance on your idols as, you know, I do. I like thought, celebrity or you no, know. just like someone you idolize like you know it could be anyone but sometimes you know most of the time they are celebrities in some way because mm. they're in the public eye and that type of thing and i've always thought that's an interesting subject i even said said on like a few casts ago saying ask us this i feel like we have talked about idols before I, but I don't, maybe I a don't long know. time ago i don't know I well, do you want remember. to answer it then because that was the question was that's what the do question was to? yeah answer that's what the you question go first, was you go first because um, You're gonna cringe at mine. I have plenty of idols, but I'm struggling to even think of any now. That's I did. why. That's why I find it interesting. Because to me, it's like, how can someone be your idol if you don't remember them and you ha and they because it's, they haven't like affected your life in some way? It's different people based on like my age, where I was, and what everything and everything like that. Like, at one point, it was all the animation YouTubers. Like Oni, Igoraptor, Psychic Pebbles, you know, when they were huge on YouTube. Back, they, they were big back into, that really defined my sense of humor, the things I like to draw, that kind of thing around about then. And um, I really liked certain directors I've always really liked. I was obsessed with Tim Burton when I was at my perfect Hot Topic kind of age, drawing spirals all the time and edgy stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know who it would be now, particularly. I sort of idolise... ...certain aspects of many people, you know. I want, want a really random one who you might not link with me, who I really like the... ...the idea of, um, is... ...Jack Black. You wanna know why? Why? That is interesting, actually. Um... I just like how... 
he has no filter and he's he's not scared to show who he is at all. That's what I really no, like. No, I do link that to you because that's kind of jar you. Is just like it's that. the same reason I like you know David Bowie and all of the, those kinds of personalities where it's like I'm gonna put I'm not gonna filter anything I do to try and appease anyone, but you're just, just gonna be like I'm gonna be me, and you're either gonna like it or you're not, and I don't care. That's one thing I do. I do um, idolize like my grandma a lot for that same reason because she's like a really strong personality. She knows who she is. Um, and she doesn't care what other people think. That, that's what you're saying is like that resonates with someone who I idolize for that reason. Like that specific reason is like that. Like, I know I know where you're coming from completely. Yeah. So those are my main ones. I'm sure I'm forgetting some. Like they're, I idolize people on different fronts, like for some as being humans and just being good people or certain artists that are out there. Whether it be like film, yeah, music, yeah, anything like that. You will idolize specific things. Yeah, that's yeah. I've got some some idols who are like that. But well, what's yours? Because I just went on for ages. There's only one idol that I can think of who, like, throughout my like life, from when I was a very young age, I've constantly idolized. I guess. Mm -hmm. And I, 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 you know, idolize this person for like every reason. And that is, you know, it's a bit of a meme actually. It's Ayrton and Senna. Senna. Okay. It is because it's just like. I've always admired his like ferocity and like dedication to his work. You know, explain who he is for those who don't know. Just in case. Ayrton Senna was a Formula One driver, mm -hmm. you know, in the eighties, nineties. You know, and he was—he's known as one of the best, one of the greatest. People will argue that, but you know, there's there's this great movie that you've seen called yeah, Senna. the documentary just called Senna. It's a fantastic movie, so I'd recommend to watch it because it's like incredible. yeah, even I liked it, and I knew nothing about the guy. It's just like I I. Everything about him I idolise because it's like his complete... Like, people watch him think like, oh, he's a cock. But it's just like, some of the things he did in his racing career is a bit like questionable, but it's like he was 100% dedicated to it. Mm -hmm. Like, with a, hunt, a burning passion. And I idolise that because it's just like... I should idolise someone who is 100% on their, like, work and passion because that's how I, like, want to get somewhere. So, yeah, and you want to see yourself in that. And it's like... I idolize his kindness as a, a per, as a human because it's like, you know, in that time he was like this, the biggest person in Brazil. Like, in his funeral, like everyone was fucking sad because yeah. he was like, during that period in Brazil, it's really kind of difficult, and it's just like everyone admired him because he was that the, the national face for Brazil, mm -hmm. and he was you know winning you know worldwide, and everyone knew him, and it's just like, he cared so much about his community, and he. Like donated a lot of money, helped his community all the time. And I idolize that because when he was so like such like a, a bit of an asshole on the the track, mm -hmm. <laughs> but he was so it's because he was so dedicated. And then he was taking his winnings and all that and donating it to his community. And that yeah, is like yeah. I idolize that because you should always you know, be kind like that. And that's you know that's why I have everything. I I idolize everything about him, and it's like. If I'm tired at work or something like that, I think I think of kind of I think of him, mm -hmm. and I'm just like, why should I be tired? I should be, you know, it's like I should be motivated yeah. to work more, which I do because it's like in December, you know, there's so much work to do, and I was literally like midday, and it'd be like I'm so tired, and it'd be like I'm gonna do two hours overtime, and I sit there at like five o'clock, and I get so determined, and I'd be I'd be cranky because I was just like, this needs to be done. Mm. I do that for like two weeks straight and it's just like I was thinking of that time of him and you know, working and that's someone I've always idolised like there's other idols I have but he's the one where it's just like 
he's the one who's affected my life because I think of him. And there's uh, the one quote I live by is, it's a meme. If you do not go for Gap, you're no longer a racing driver. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you to me, gap. that is basically, you've got to go 100% if you want to like achieve what you want. And that's mm-hmm. how I live. Yeah. If I'm depressed or anything like that, I think of that and I, I motivate, motivate myself to work hard. No, that makes sense. I thought you were going to go somewhere else and say someone who's actually like memeable, but that's a perfectly respectable answer. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, your idol should be that. It should be someone you, you know, you think of to help influence your life in a positive way. Yeah. Miss Vanity Cosme says, personal opinions on astrology, tarot, psychics, and why or why not? Also, if you do not believe, do you think they are harmful slash should be actively prohibited, psychics in particular? I don't really have an opinion on them, to be honest, because it's like, I don't really know much about them, and it's like, you know, growing up. You know, like star signs and, you know, psychics, all these shows and everything where they, they claim to be talking to... Ghosts, effectively, about you know. I've I've seen people post about it on Twitter and they're like, they're like talking about it. And it's just like it's harmless. It's like if they want to, you know, believe that's well, the yeah. The mm, the morality can be questioned when a lot of the psychics can sort of prey on sensitive people who maybe have lost a kid recently. So. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like snake oil salesmen's in a way. Yeah, that's what it feels like uh, yeah, to if, me. Yeah, if you're like extorting and like manipulating people to get money, it's a bit like, oh, come on. But you know, if yeah. you're if you're, if you're you're just wanting an astrology group chat with some, some people, it's like, there's no harm in that. You know, people can do that. That's, that's cool. I don't mind. I personally don't believe it because I'm just very much, you know... Yeah, I don't believe any of it. Um... Although I did find it's kind of in the same vein with the the Chinese New Year animals. Um, yeah, it's kind of same. Gone. You know, like astrology and all that is based on you know when you're born and star signs and everything. But because of Kung Fu Panda, lol, lol, I was looking up. Oh, what's my Chinese New Year animal? Mm-hmm. And mine was a dog. And I was like, okay, that's pretty fitting. What's Jim's? He's an ox. And it's like, yeah, that's fitting. And then my dad is also an ox. And it's like, yeah, they've got pretty similar <laughs> kind of personalities and that brawn thing going on. And what really solidified it for me was Argie is the year of the monkey. And <laughs> and I've been calling Argie a little monkey skull for like weeks before looking it up. So that was like, well, I, guess, I guess that's my religion now then. Chinese New Year animals. <laughs> what is mine? Actually, yours would be. It wouldn't be ox because. Yeah, you would have been. You would be the previous one. Uh, what is it? Chinese. New Year. Chinese New Year animals or whatever. I'm going to find out because I'm interested. No, and in I was seeing weird patterns. So like... mine year the least, uh... Okay, I'm not... <laughs> Bear with. I'm just trying to figure it. Find mine out. But yeah, there's. Uh... I like. How it goes to me. <laughs> okay. Um. Jim and I have some have cousins who we can sort of see a mirroring us, but they're like ten years younger. Yeah. And 
the older cousin oh, is, is a dog as well, and the younger one was... Okay, mine is... Uh, an ox, too. What's yours? Year of the Wat. You're the rat. It's the so, first rat I've heard. So, the character traits are smart, wealthy, successful, and popular. Rats are curious and thoughtful and like tidiness, but they can be stubborn <laughs> and lack courage. Yeah, mate, that's definitely me. <laughs> You know, it's, you know, this is really vague. So basically, the best ma- the best matches, you know, they do that as well. Is the dragon, the monkey, and the ox? So, Jim's the ox. Mm-hmm. You got Argy the monkey. I don't get along with Argy. <laughs> Jim is like my baby, <laughs> and I don't know who's the dragon. So, yeah. Point being, just don't really believe in any of it. No. The the only one I would consider, you know, harmful in any way would be if these psychic shows or whatever they do kind of prey on the weak but I I don't think that should necessarily be illegal I don't know I'm not informed enough on the case to be honest to really think um, any of us are really Little Shitlet asks Alex have your thoughts on furries changed since befriending Adam YMS people keep bringing up this video I made years ago I hate furries it was called but this was back in the day where I was making I hate blank videos on things that I didn't even hate or knew really anything about. Yeah. Like I did one on Minecraft and I think in the video I say like You said I actually I like quite Minecraft. like Minecraft. I, like Minecraft. <laughs> I, I built this incredible world. I, I love this game. Yeah. So I, I didn't actually really say anything mean or horrible about furries in the video. I just said I find it weird and confusing and it kind of is still to me. Um... So in that sense, it hasn't changed that much, but it doesn't really affect anything. I said, I said, I literally said in that video, um, you, you can do whatever you want on the weekend, as long as it's not hurting anyone. I don't give a shit. Yeah. So like, whatever. If, if people like that, they like that. I don't. I'm not going to be know. going to any furry cons anytime soon, but yeah. Whatever, dude. I don't care. So, so yeah. you shouldn't. It's like your view shouldn't change of Adam if just because he's a furry. Like I, I don't see him because obviously I know who he is. I don't see him and just be all furry. I'm just like, you yeah. like what we like. You know, if you if you're gonna hate someone just for the things they like, you that's your problem. You can't really, if it's part of what you consider your identity, like, okay, whatever, okay. A lot of people like associate, you know, their passion with you know who they are and that type of stuff. You mm-hmm. shouldn't go overboard, but like that's relatively yeah. normal. So I wish people would stop, you know, misquoting the video and all that. And it's just such a vague video that comes to no conclusion anyway. So I don't know why people like obsess over. It's just you know the title, I guess, which is fair enough, I suppose. It's confusing. Gersmo7 asks, Has any experience or any piece of media made you feel like you were out of this world or high? That's quite a good uh, question, actually, because the Matt one that happened... Did he say experiences? He said experiences or any piece of media. Okay, that, that. The thing we've literally just talked about. That is, yeah. That's a great example of that. Because it made me question everything. The very fabric of space was crumbling around me. Yeah, I'm sure... I don't know if there's I any... I don't think of any movies, because I don't really watch them. I've any seen any Fast and Furious. Fast, you can't... Car people can't complain about Kingdom Hearts and Fast and Furious is ten times more confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. 
That movie's bad. What, Furious 6? We watched Furious 6, literally before this happened, because we were eating pizza and we are just like, okay. It's on Netflix. Fuck Why it. not? And we've always, you know, it's, it's well known within movies that Fast and Furious 5 is like ridiculously dumb and it's stupid. 6? No, Fast 5. People think that Fast 5 is the ridiculous one. Because oh, they right. drag a vault with a car. That's ridiculous. Fast 6. It's, it's the vault scene on steroids. It's just they've gotten more stop. and more ridiculous since. Yeah. So none of that movie makes sense. They they connect all of the first movies to that movie somehow, and then someone's supposed to know. I don't know. It's ridiculous. But I love Fast and Furious. Um, the horror movie Suspiria from last year. That like freaked me out. And made me feel like I was having an out-of-body experience because it was just so creative. It's just a horror movie. Would okay. recommend it. I'm not gonna watch it because it'll be it'll be too much for you for sure. Alex, I watched too one, much for me. I watched one horror movie and I'm scarred for life. If I watch that, I might just die. You're scared of this is the end. <laughs> Which one? Okay, it made me jump at one point. Don't make me out to be a baby. Okay, in trade. Asks, car question of the week for James. What do you think about the early 2000s car compared to their late 90s predecessors? Like the 350Z compared to the 300ZX or the RX8 compared to the RX7 FD. Do you think they live up to the hype behind the 90s cars? In a lot of ways, yeah. Because the two cars he's just listed are really great cars and the two cars before them are really great cars early 2000s was when cars were you know getting more modern but they were still being really good and like kind of heavy drivers cars and that type of stuff and it's i might buy a a car from that period to be continued because it's i'm probably gonna buy it <laughs> so yeah i think they do live up to it and it's like there's a lot of hype like around certain cars like skylines of you know the one our friend loves not off anymore. <laughs> and like, and the earlier ones, is I think it's it's very specific with Japanese cars because you know they got loads of coupes and that type of stuff, and it's like the early two thousands ones were taking the name and the legacy, and in a lot of ways making them better. So yeah, I think they are. They do live up to the earlier cars. I'll take your word. But for then it. everyone would pick the earlier cars over the later cars because the earlier cars are just like, hey. Okay. Alex, if well, I, I hope turned, that answered the question. If I turned deaf in an 86, you'd be like, oh shit. Because they're great. Yeah. I have to see it to believe no, it. You, no, all you have to think is pop up headlamps. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Nothing beats pop up headlamps. <laughs> wee woo, wee woo. Fartnite111 said, if you had to make a sequel to a bad DreamWorks movie, which would it be and why? Madagascar, obviously. That's the one with, like, the loosest plot, so you can just do anything you want, basically. Yeah, but you don't want it to be a bad sequel. No, but what difference does it make? They've already had bad sequels. It doesn't make Madagascar a difference. Madagascar movie to be good. That's my point. Like, you have yeah, the Yeah, so you're saying it's going to be a bad sequel, not a good sequel. No, no, I, no I'm saying... And I'm just, like, saying things. No, the comment... The, the question was... If you had to make a sequel to a bad DreamWorks movie... Well, so Madagascar's bad. 
You've literally been telling me for months that it's good. No, there's a difference between getting loads of enjoyment and finding something really entertaining and thinking it's genuinely like a great film and that kind of thing. You've literally been saying them both for quite some time. Yeah, because they're intertwined in a way. I would... Let me put it this way. I, I wouldn't get angry or disagree with someone who said they can't stand Madagascar 3, right? Hmm. So using that as a, if that was the general opinion, most people aren't out here defending Madagascar, are they? I'm probably the only one in the world, let's be real. So, you know, that would be my choice. You are probably the only one in the world. Because you could you go know, crazy with it, so. It is in the meme atmosphere at the moment. Madagascar. Yeah, just pure coincidence. That's not why I started watching yeah, them again. You know, we started talking about it and then suddenly it's a meme. Wouldn't be the first time, would it? Yeah, we are ahead of the curve. Do you have an answer? Have you seen enough? No. Shark Tale, you found Shark Tale, bit of B movie. Home? Trolls? No? You got a young nephew, surely you've seen some of these. No, because he's obsessed with Marvel. Okay. The even worse for me is that he's obsessed with Captain <laughs> America and Iron Man. Ooh. Ed Craze asks, Alex, have you been drawing recently? I know you draw from time to time, but you don't really talk about it. I was wondering if you had any stories about your drawings. Um, I've had the itch and urge recently to start doing it again. But I just don't do it because I'm bad. I'm a bad person. You're not I'm my idol anymore, Alex. I'm sorry. Um, I don't draw, so I can't really add anything. No, yeah, I do enjoy it, but it can be quite frustrating when you you don't, you know, you have stupidly high standards for yourself, and then you keep, you know, trying to draw something, and you think it sucks. That's but that shouldn't matter. I have got like all these sketchbooks I want to fill up with just crap, but yeah. Alex is too busy um playing Mass Effect Andromeda and laughing at it the entire time. <laughs> Yeah, I tend to just do other things because, like, creatively, I feel fulfilled anyway. If you're YouTuber, with yeah, people might not think it's on the same level, but for me, the process is yeah, kind of similar, fulfilling that same need. So, I just did a big fart. Sounded like a fire. Last episode, there was like this fucking massive fart I did that actually got into the episode, which I was quite happy with. <laughs> when I was editing it, I heard it. It was a bloody massive fart. <laughs> I don't have any stories about my drawings. I just sit down and draw. There's nothing really interesting about it. Do you know what I found on the group chat? What? Not group chat. The old Facebook group. Yeah. I found this animation you made. Really? About For what? For now. Really? What was the animation? It was a guy bent over his arse out and he was just pooping. And then it <laughs> pooped and then went back really? in, went out of his mouth and then pooped and then it was <laughs> now. Really? <laughs> if you can find that, I'll put that as the intro to this episode. I can. I tried to save it to send it to you out of nowhere, but I couldn't save it. So you can have to screen record it and then somehow get it on. But I saw it and I just started screen laughing because <laughs> I know if you saw it, you'd do the same. So I just found it so oh funny. Oh my god. I also found the Fuck. the killer croc bit. The killer croc bit? The killer croc, and I had. I think it was Jim oh. and we had the killer croc Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I found From that, that Batman well. video. I'll show you since there's so much. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's awesome. Yeah, so people might see it at the end of the episode and be like, oh, that's what they mean. 
<laughs> I did loads of stuff like that once upon a time. The weird. I posted actually one of the pictures I found on Instagram. Yeah. Jim was just like, whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What was that? Um, this this question said, without context, Alex, say anything or without saying anything, make a noise and see how they react. So I react like a normal human being. <laughs> yeah, you didn't really do anything. I could have been weirder, but it wouldn't be the first time you've been weird. Let's be real. What is that? Pop Tropica esque name asks, "What does Jamie do outside the cast? Like, he really be the only member that don't got something?" Question mark. What do you mean, don't got something? Yeah, I don't know what that means. What, what do you mean, don't got something? What does I'm going to take that as if like he doesn't have a girlfriend. <laughs> no, but it's like it's not like we talk about girls very often. We specifically don't. I know, because he's not the only one who hasn't got something. <laughs> <laughs> I think it meant more as like a thing. A th- oh, like a passion. Like a burning desire. But Jim does have his thing. He's got his reload animations. <laughs> he can't call that a passion, man. Like, he never does anything about it. Okay. You can still appreciate it. So them. you've got your... We can't say you've got your YouTube because that's your job. Got my YouTube, got my Lego. Actually, to be fair, you've got your Lego, which you know you, you do. That's your passion. I've got my my car and you know my dream. Ruben's got his... <laughs> uh, what does Jim have? Mama? <laughs> I know what Jim has. What? What has he got? Tell me. We need him here to answer it, really. Yeah, because I don't know what he's got. He's got his really obscure way of messaging us. That's kind of it. He's got his humour. Yeah. Right, we should be able to fit one more in. No, but Alex, it's an, it's an Alex X James, which means we have to go extra hard. Okay. You can keep going, I don't mind. Alex, you know, you know what? I've never I've never told you this. Okay. What? I really like talking. Yeah. Sometimes I I like I sit on this cast and I just like talking about random stuff. And I like having it like That's now. Sorry, we created it. Now <laughs> Like now we're sitting here brisky. No, we're just talking about, you know, crap, and, you know, just random things, and I love that. Mm-hmm. I now I love it. I love you, Alex. Yeah, I love you too, bro. But yeah. <laughs> is that is that what whiskey? That's, that's, has? You didn't need to have whiskey for any any genuine no, I think, feelings to come out. Like, of all the alcoholic drinks, like I you know I've go to I go cheers, to bro. Cheers, bro. You know, like, I've gone to the pub and it's all like so it's like chaotic. You know, there's noise. <laughs> And it's like when you got whiskey and you're just talking, it's like the best times. It's when you f- you get down to the business. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I appreciate everyone. I appreciate you. Appreciate the Jarlings. Appreciate James. I just I love I love talking on this cast. It's great. Yeah. And it's it's crazy because it's taken so long for like me to actually like fully get into doing Jarl and like. And the fans love it, man. So. In actually enjoying just talking about random stuff and having the guys to talk about crazy topics, yeah. hard topics. It's, it's quite like, freeing in a way. It's, yeah, it's like, like a time capsule as well. Back to the earlier question, it's like... Wait, about- should we pause this and then come back in a sec the camera's yeah, just about to go on? Yeah. You're going back to what that 
the jar fan said earlier about if you were teleported back to the earlier episode it's like we're so different and it's taken so long for me to actually like have a voice because to be honest early episodes i didn't really have a voice i was kind of just a person there for no reason to just to fuck it up but now it's like we're all fully into it we all can we all have a voice and that's just crazy yeah. I heard somewhere that if you have a podcast, it takes about 100 episodes for you to maybe start getting good at it. And we're only on 156. Yeah. <laughs> it's because it's like unconsciously you have to just get so natural at doing it. It's like now mm-hmm. we just talk. You know, the It's nothing there. to us now, no. Yeah. But back in the early days, it was just like you're so you're actively thinking about the camera being there and like the way you should talk, the way you should like. Yeah form yourself but now it's like we're just us on the cast you know yeah well the the thing that always was a struggle to begin with was kind of creating or thinking of something that would spark like a conversation there isn't just like one minute or less of discussion then it's like silence yeah we had we really struggled with that that's why that's why i was always like doing dumb shit because it was like that's Do why something Lorandem so the other so the yeah, cast has something to why, react it's to. It's why the cast was just chaos, because we just we didn't really know how to talk, mm-hmm. and that's why you know we had an episode where we were discussing like a coe. It's like yeah. it's dumb, but now it's like we routinely get into such a discussion. It's like time flies because we're just like actually just getting into like a really good topic, and it's yeah. like we just talk. No, I'm 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 glad there's been like an evolution. Yeah. You know. And um, like we started the worst possible way with no chairs, a mic, one mic, mm-hmm. and it's like we've progressed with the setup. We've like actually, yeah. like having this setup and being back then would be a waste of the setup. Yeah, like, exactly. To be honest, we were effectively like, toddlers crawling yeah. around on the floor. But now first. it's like we've got this nice setup. We've got proper like mics. It's, it's comfortable. Like, <laughs> yeah. So then that goes with how we actually present ourselves and actually do these podcasts now. Yeah. It's it's such a natural way, and it's just like you can't rush into it. You mm. have to, you have to go through that period because that's just how long it takes. Well, yeah, and it wasn't like a natural thing for me to start doing because um, whenever I've done something involving a mic, I've always been reading a script. Yeah, and it's and a totally different beast. And you you've come from that to being this like f- complete free flow, like. Mm-hmm. None of what we say or what we talk about is like planned. We don't think about what we're saying. No, we have very vague like ideas for topics. But I think that's such a like a thing we have, a very specific thing we have. Because if you look at other podcasts, it's so much more structured. Ours isn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's our like little point is that it can go anywhere, anytime. Well, no, yeah, the, and depending that's why on the cast or yeah. what's happened the last week, like, like it can just la- be a chaotic last week. Cast or... was suddenly like an instant hard topic, mm-hmm. uh, like a. And but then, then thirty minutes later, it was about my reviews that were like absurd, just ridiculous. And that's 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 such a unique comp thing that a lot of podcasts don't have because there's so many podcasts about games and it's all like, and I've played this. Well, because most of it, um, the advantage we have is we have the history. Yeah, all four of us have known each other for so long. Yeah, and that's the thing about a podcast. It's just like sometimes it's difficult to fully gauge with the people when they're. It's like they're kind of new to each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, we're not. You know, yeah, I've yeah. known you since I was like. A baby, basically. <laughs> so it's like we have that, and that's crazy. We have quite a good topic here that kind of relates to this wanking thing. That's just our new thing that we, I guess, we Why are. Why is it now. everything turns into a meme of us? Well, Edgy Maple Tree asks opinions on our slash no fap or the idea of no fap, on particularly no fap. when certain people go to extremes. Do you think the like 
that, like pornography addiction, complete denial of sexual pleasure can be as damaging. This is interesting because uh, when I was looking through the comments, you know, this was mentioned. And people are saying like, yeah, I yeah. saw a couple about yeah, it, like and you do hear about it. Like, there's this, there's this community of no fappers that no go fappers. around spreading the, the it's, word. It's kind of like a religion. That's what I liken it to. It's like a religion of you know, if you don't fap, you're going to become a god, and you're not, you're going to be like this super masculine guy, and it's just like, yeah, okay, that's 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 crazy. Like, you know, I've gone on the no fap like you know Reddit's and the, the no porn Reddit's, and it's just like, you got to take things that are said with a pinch of salt. Like, yeah, the point we made, like I made, I might have failed making it. Was just like you know, consuming too much pornography is bad because you can get addicted and that can have physical effects. But then much like anything thing, to the extreme. Yeah, and then it's just like, then it's like the other extreme of you know, don't have any sexual pleasure at all. And it's like that is kind of as bad because then you're oppressing. You know, natural. well humans are sexual beings. Men, they? men love the titty. Yeah. Men love titty. Men love ass. If they're that's gay, like they're that, dick, you know. That that's natural. So like repressing that is kind of really unhealthy for you, I say. It's like you know, sometimes you just gotta do that and it's healthy to, you know, you know I might have said, you know, you shouldn't consume porn, but if you like watch a porn video and you fap, you know, and that's it. That's that's not It's not damaging. ruining your life. No. But if you if you have to jerk off five times a day and you're spending like three hours a day jerking the porn. And that's maybe maybe that might be an issue. Like having a healthy you back. having a healthy balance between it is one hundred percent healthy, and you shouldn't like deny that. You shouldn't yeah. just deny all sexual like desires you have. So yeah, like if you watched the video last week and you know you thought about it, just don't like go completely no fat because that can be quite you know damaging for your you know yeah. yourself sexually. It might sound like a cop out, but. It's the, all about the balance with most things. Yeah, you should so. always have a, a, pal, a, a perfect balance. And just being able to step be. back and be objective and, you know, be like, assess. Okay. I'm not. I'm watching too much. I should have a break for three, three weeks and then just get back into it and then just have be healthy, basically. Yeah, try your best, whatever. You should always, you know, just, you know go, go, go cold turkey to break yourself from it and then you can just consume, you know, a video and, you know, for you, you know, and be healthy. That's That's kind of it. Do you know anything about Ariana Grande? Yes. I, know. I will ask this question then, because I cannot add anything to this. But Ali B underscore A asks, question for James. I don't know why I'm not included. Maybe he just knows I don't know anything about Ariana Grande. Uh, I know a bit. Of, he, she recently got a tattoo. Well, the question was, what do you think of the new Ariana Grande album? You heard it? Uh, have I heard it? I've listened to a few things on it. <laughs> to be, there's some things musically which you know, you're a very music orientated person. You know, you like music. You know, I know what I like. Yeah, I'm kind of everywhere in terms of music. I listen to everything. Like I've listened to like some of her album. I listen to a lot of random stuff. There's a few songs I like, but it's just like you know, if that's what people like, they they like. I like songs, not really albums. So. I just know that she got a tattoo in Japanese, and as expected, it didn't mean what she thought it meant. <laughs> what did it mean? She got it so it meant like seven rings for the album name, I believe, but actually meant like camping grill. <laughs> <laughs> 
So it's not even Oof. discreet. It's literally on her hand. And it's just like, that's such a weeaboo thing to do, to think yeah. getting a Japanese word but not actually understanding the language. Gosh. And then she deleted the post within hours because everyone was laughing at her. <laughs> oh, no. But we all make dumb mistakes, so... It's like, what's her face? Kim Kardashian and her huge ass. And now, because her ass is so huge, when she uploads pictures of it, she's actually, like, photoshopping it to look smaller. <laughs> it's like this sick cycle of, like, trying to please these people. It's That's, like, a, a completely different, like, topic, though, is that kind of, you know... Stuff. No, honestly, there is something too. This this philosophy I live by, where it's you just want what you can never have until you have it, and, well, then, and then it becomes it. something new. You know, you get the, a huge ass like you've always wanted, but then people make fun of you for it. So then now the new thing is now I don't want a huge ass anymore. It's just never ending. That kind of grass is always greener way of thinking. And I mean, it's just. Uh, uh, I, I try my best to live by it, but it's still <laughs> fucking hard. <laughs> Mr. Duwangman asks, What do you guys think is the best way to tell a story in a video game? Is it linear and cinematic like Naughty Dog's games, or something more unconventional like old RPGs or XCOM? I'm, I'm just going to ignore uh, annoy a lot of gamers. Not how Dark Souls does it. Dark Souls has no story, it's completely pointless, and people shouldn't idolise it because it's terrible. Um, well that's definitely going to annoy some people, no, and I wouldn't no. agree. I don't know how they still so I think tell that's, stories. that's... It's a creative way to do it, I prefer. It's you do it. I'd prefer that way of doing it over having, like, these really bad, poorly produced cutscenes like okay. Andromeda, okay, Mass Effect Andromeda. Okay, I'll take back what I said. Because at the core, games can get by without a story... Um, and just have really solid mechanics, and as long as the you know the art direction and the mystique is there, then okay. yeah, I take kind back everything it. I said. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't know. I'm gonna completely change this. It should there should the story. The, it doesn't matter about the story or how it's delivered. If it's done well, it's fine. If it, if everything up to is you know a good quality, then it doesn't matter how they do it. If yeah. they do it through writing on a whiteboard in Duke Nukem forever or whatever, but it's actually good, then it doesn't matter. As long as it's good, that's yeah, what I say. Yeah, but with that comes the often limitations arise with the the design of the game, whereas I've, I've gone on about these looter shooters like Destiny and I'm making a video on Anthem now. And, and they have these same thing. issues where they're trying to do things they've always done in the past, but the design of the of their game holds it back yeah. massively, whereas if it was like the old formats, then the same issues wouldn't be there because of it. So, and I've been, you mentioned it earlier, but I've been playing Andromeda, Mass Effect Andromeda You a did, bit. because I had to watch it today, and you you turning to a different human being because you're it, consumed by that stuff. It's fascinating. I, I love stuff like that, where it's just so, it's all gone wrong. Whereas like Mass Effect 2 is where the same process, but it's all come together at the end. Whereas Andromeda is the total opposite, yeah. where everything's just a bit off and it's a bit wrong, even though the the setup's quite similar. So, but honestly, I, 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 a, a more, if I have to take a bet on whether I think the new Destiny expansion is going to have a better story than The Last of Us Two is going to have. I'm going to put my bet on The Last of Us Two. So, yeah, some kind of linearity is is kind of needed, I think, for. If you're 
aping Hollywood specifically with like cutscenes all the time that are structured like TV or movies or cinema or you know anything well, I think like that. it's just like the big issue of games now is they're like trying to make games do something when the design allows that not to happen mm-hmm. like Anthem it's like it's like building a plane to drive on a motorway it's not going to work yeah no that's totally what Anthem is like yeah. and Destiny's the same all of those types of games are the same because they're not designed to have what they have you know a story or anything they're, mm-hmm. they're designed for a reason and that's to make I'm, yeah I'm, I'm still not convinced that these co-op games can have like as in-depth stories because through cutscenes you're on in like party chat talking to people yeah you're I just think, not paying attention in the same way I think you no know, like of all the looter shooter games it's like you know you've got the destiny and the anthem where it's all like loot based but then you think Borderlands has done this mm-hmm. incredibly well and it had the cutscenes, and it had a loose story, and it had. It well, no was one's so talking about on like co-op. no one's putting Borderlands Two in the same thread as Portal Two in terms of no, that kind of thing. Of course not. But out of all the looter shooter games, it's more looter than all of these games. It's more drops than all of these games, and it has everything else better. So I don't understand why they've all failed where Borderlands Two was incredibly good, yeah. and that game's aged terribly. People like Destiny now, though, so but more power to. They have sorted out their gameplay loop a lot, to be fair. Yeah, but Borderlands still had that. Yogspog asks, What was the worst experience for you guys on YouTube, be it the IHE copyright drama or Dubstep Parkour 2? Follow-up question, what's the worst video you've ever seen on YouTube? The worst video is that, like, superhero, like, movie video, like, animated thing where they're all fighting each other. I can't remember what it's called. But that, that's the worst video on YouTube. To be honest, <laughs> I don't remember what the worst is. I have plenty of worst moments on YouTube. I just don't YouTube. remember it because it's just like I kind of forget when things are really bad. Of course, having IHE deleted wasn't great. That was a bit of a... The oh, worst thing that's happened to us is um, the Minecraft video we're never going to release. Like, that hurts me and I wasn't even in it. Which one? The Minecraft Machinima? that we never finished. <laughs> okay, no, the other one. The one you don't want to release. That's the worst thing that's ever happened to us because that made us think... I think if that machinima was finished, it might have actually been worse than... Okay, no, it was. And the other one? I, I spent an entire night trying making that and having a severe head headache and it never... Nothing came from it. But we would have been rich from it, so... That, there's like a different timeline where we became like huge Minecraft YouTubers. Yeah, that would have happened. But no, we chose the respectable. <laughs> <laughs> respectable. Hey, we're respectable. Yeah. Hmm. Any other good ones here? Vaping Furry asks, I've been with the Yogs since episode one, but for the longest time I've been wondering why all of you call Jamie Jim. That's a good question because traditionally... Jim is a nickname for James. Like, I get called Jim by other people. Like, my old boss used to call me Jim. My dad calls me Jim. Really? I've always been called Jim, but then when I'm here, Jim is Jim. It doesn't make sense by the laws of names. I don't understand why he's called Jim. He's just always been Jim. That's I don't get, though. Maybe my dad started it. He's yeah, normally the one who does that. You, you never shorten Jamie to be Jim. What is a short name for Jamie, then? Because... There isn't one, I don't think. 
I've never heard anyone call a Jamie a Jim. You don't think Jim Oliver. You think Jamie Oliver. Hmm. I don't get it. I've I I ask myself and I'm like, no, these are just the jarbles. He's Jim, and I don't think about it. It's just that's just what he is. Yeah, he's Jim. You know, and I'm Jordan. It's yeah. Jim is normally short for James or Jimmy. Yeah. Hmm. There's no rhyme or reason. It's just is what it is and stuck. Yeah. It's just how it is. It's how things be. <laughs> so many porn questions. Well, like what? Is it is it the the really expected ones, or is it like actual good questions? I don't know if we can add anything to this, but J Four Your Boy <laughs> says adding to the porn thing. What about some furries who can't get off, get it off to a regular person? It needs to be an anthropomorphic animal, or someone who's so horrifically ugly that it's almost impossible for another person to have sex with them. Should they jack off to porn? We never said you shouldn't. It's like yeah, you know, it's down we just to said you. Don't <laughs> consume a lot of it. I think the other question is more focused on like when things become like fetish. Is like when you can't. We do you know what do you remember when you used to do your live streams? This question actually someone asked this question on the live stream. They were asking like about porn. And we answered it. And it was like we were talking about like the difference between like a fetish and a kink. And you brought up the definition was like fetish is when you can't like have any sexual arousal if like your fetish isn't involved. So if people can't you know, fapped if you know, and then from promorphic animals not involved, and that's like a fetish. That's like just that thing, I guess. You know, that's I wouldn't say that's an issue. I, I, it's a hard question, really. I don't really. Yeah, I mean, it. I don't see it as being like it doesn't matter what your favorite category is. Your like fetish I, or kink, whatever. at the end of the day, it's still the same thing for everyone, pretty much. Yeah. As long as it's not like ridiculously hardcore stuff or whatever. Yeah, I don't really have anything to say about that one. Yeah, it's a it's a weird one. Can I just be honest? Hmm. You finished already. I poured myself a huge ass glass, and I only finished it. And you finished. I don't know why I gave myself a huge glass. You did have a, a bit more. Well, than it me. was almost half full, and if people can see this glass, it's quite a big glass, and for that amount of whiskey, when it's like fifty percent or something, <laughs> it's like just an insane amount of alcohol. And as a not-alcoholic, like, Ruben, <laughs> you know, I shouldn't be drinking this much, but it's the James and Alex cast, and they did this how... Let's do a couple more. Akpan Studios asks... Alex, you might have to drive me home. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys consider yourselves the red-letter media of podcasts on YouTube? Like how you're the less popular, but objectively the best at it. <laughs> Much like RLM, content creators watch you a lot, which is originally why I thought of the comparison. I think only you can answer that one. Um, no. Okay. I mean... You don't control who watches your videos particularly. No. It just kind of... If you've done something long enough, you kind of settle into a certain place. Where it's like, okay, this is what we are. You have to be okay with it. 
it's the good thing is we don't try to not be anything else. Like we're Jar, we our weird stuff is it Jar, and we're not going to pretend to be Minecraft. We're consistent. We do. We're always there every week. Yeah. The, uh, our our unique take on it is um is consistent in how un unreliable it is in a sense like you never know what you're going to get but at the same time you do know what you're going to get it's, it's how you've described me actually you've literally <laughs> described me the same way it's just, I'm expe I'm like, you expect me but in the same time I'm 100% not expect you don't you mm -hmm. don't expect like me that's Jar <laughs> like Jar is just like that yeah it's so, like people might tune in and it's just like one moment they're just like oh they're going to talk about Marvel and it's like oh porn porn addiction oh fuck <laughs> oh mental uh, yeah. health and then it's just like they're talking about diarrhea, like having diet chili diarrhea. It's like, yeah, I don't sit around thinking like, yeah, we're the this of this. We're just, well, we are. Yeah, we don't. If you don't, if you think about it too much, you become not yourself. And that's well, one bad. thing that drives me nuts with like YouTubers specifically is how they are fucking obs like totally obsessed with statistics, numbers. It's all about fucking numbers, it's all about metadata, and I, I cannot stand it. I used to be quite obsessed with it a few years ago. And it's like, it, it, there's no satisfying end to it. No. Because it just becomes never enough. You'll never be satisfied with these fucking meaningless numbers. If that's all you focus on, you're never going to be fucking happy, so... It's I tend how, to just not look at it. It's like how I sometimes deal with money, I'm like, I'm never satisfied with it. Mm -hmm. And then you're just like, James, stop. If you constantly compare yourself, you're not going to be happy. And then I'm just like, okay. And I'm happy. Yeah. You can't obsess over something like that because it's just not going to... It's, it's too easy. And then people start comparing themselves with other people of a similar level. And they like think, oh, they're doing way better now. Or they're doing way worse. Yes. Good. I'm doing better than now. And that kind of thing. And it's just... Nothing good comes from it. Honestly, because yeah, you just end up kind of destroying yourself and your personality. Yeah, because you you start associate your personality becomes these numbers. So, if say you started doing badly, then that's going to really hurt your ego. That's going to hurt you. Whereas, mm. like if if you treat it as what it is, then you know there's you stay true to yourself. I think. Yeah, yeah. It's too fake anyway. A lot of it, like all these. I find just a lot of YouTubers fake, and I find it very hard. It's to fake as fuck, man. Like to actually relate to them on most, you know, most cases. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of the YouTubers I watch aren't fake. Like there's my one of my favorite YouTubers is a car YouTuber from Japan. He's not Japanese, but he you know lives in Japan. He doesn't really upload, but then when yeah. he uploads, it's still him. It's like he doesn't care about his viewers all that. He's just like making the content he likes, and it's just like I relate to that because it's like natural human. Yeah, it's, it's obvious. And you see, like, ninja, like, people like Ninja who, like, you know, become these really cocky, like, you know, Twitch people. And it's like, okay, I don't want, I don't care. Yeah. Boom, boom. Okay, boom. let's do, let's do just, like, one more. We should do one more. Because, you know, it's getting late. Yeah, it's nearly 11 p.m. Yeah. Um, we go hard, that's what I say, you know, me and we you. We go in, just, man. Yeah. Circus Monkey asks... What are some previous obsessions slash phases you've been through before that you maybe haven't mentioned? We'll end on this. You're gonna have to give me a while to get into my brain. My, my whiskey brain is like struggling. Nah. <laughs> um, um, phases. I'm a very phasey type person. 
I've kind of been the same though. Whether Actually, it be food, like clothing, movies, like anything. Like yeah, that. you're going for your Madagascar skates phase at the moment. Yeah, things like that. Like works. I've I even go through phases of calling Argy different words. Like it you was. You called it, yeah yeah. I've, Bebo, buy me, buy me. Every week it's a new Argy name. Dibby, um, currently he's Monkey. I call him Monkey. Actually, no, there's a phase that I'm going to claim. Hmm? I'm going to straight up claim this. Okay. I went for a Metal Gear Solid phrase when we were still in school. Really? I had a PS3, and I was like, I'm going to get all the remasters. I, I, I pretty much bought it. I didn't really play them. And I talk about it all the time to Jim, and then guess what Jim did? He bought Metal Gear Solid. It was, my, it was my fault that got them into Metal Gear. No, it was me, because I talk about, like... No, because I bought Jim that, you know, that Metal Gear spin-off thing that came out before 5. Rising Vengeance? No, no, no. Um, Ground Zero. Ground Zeroes, yeah. No, but that's... No, 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 no. Because before that, I was talking to him all the time about Metal Gear Solid. So it would have been implanted into his mind by me. You then probably heard him talking about it, got him that. Then he got all the remasters. Then I got him. I got Metal Gear Solid Five. So it started with me and you, basically. So this <laughs> this franchise that Jim and even love is just me and Alex, basically. That's what we did. <laughs> but yeah, I went through it. that phase hardcore, and I think that's just something you do when you're young. You're very much like you just become really obsessed with something. Mm-hmm. And you really want to like consume all of it. I went through an Ace, Ace Combat phase. Watched all of the movies on like YouTube with all the cutscenes, <laughs> and was just like going on the wikis all the time. Didn't play any of them, and then like, the new one came out. And I played that, and I was like, "Yes, yeah." I go in hard on like communities of things. Normally, it's like a, around a video game, like Halo. I'm like, right, sub to every Halo YouTuber. It's how I've like wound up on like Act Man's podcast and speaking to him and late night gaming and that whole like YouTube crowd of Halo YouTubers. You were a phase person, I think. Not to like, discredit no, you. No, massively. You, and then it was like, just, right, Lego time now. Let's just get on all the Lego channels. And that phase <laughs> hasn't ended, though, because you've actually you, you've loved Lego forever. So <laughs> that, that's just you. But I sort of go in and out. Currently, my latest YouTube obsession is Smash Bros videos. I've been watching the Pro Player Zero quite a lot because he uploads basically every day. Like, mm. And he's just so good at Smash. I find it fascinating to watch because that game's like infinitely watchable to me. Um, and the same thing goes with food that I eat. I remember being obsessed with celery at one point. I was obsessed flumps. with like soup for a while. Uh, yeah, flumps, all sorts of things like that. Like um, crispy squares, different cereals. Yeah, man. Like uh, Domino's nachos, Domino's cookies. But uh, yeah, for for me, it has to be. I I do the opposite of the advice we keep saying, where it's like everything in moderation, and you I don't. just go fucking in to the point where I never want to eat celery ever fucking again, or you know I never want to see a video on mendicant bias ever fucking again. <laughs> it's like that kind of. Yeah, but I always know when that happens though, because one moment you'll be talking about it next day, and it's just like I never talk about it again. It's just like you're mm-hmm. done. Same yeah. with all the memes and shit too. Like Mama, oh, oh, I'm God. still on Mama. Like I, I was playing Celeste, and you can name your character, and I named the Mama. You still haven't gotten over your Corgi phase yet. That's not a phase. I said to stay. 
Okay, then that's that's an issue. I've got an issue of that, Alex. I might have to not be friends with you anymore. <laughs> it goes against what you've seen. Damn. I don't... I go through phases. Everyone does. Sometimes I'm just like, I've got to listen to Nine Inch Nails every day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not listening to it anymore. And a month later, I'm like, I'm going to listen to it. No, the phases I go in and out from, it's sleep without ASMR. Two months later, sleep with ASMR all the time. <laughs> That's it. That's my phases. It's, yeah, it's weird, but... Yeah. Wow. That's my thing. There we go. We yeah. did a big chunk today. We do. You know, that's that's the, the glory of the Alex X James. Yeah. Thanks for all the good questions, everybody. Yeah, yeah thanks we, for um, tuning in and supporting the show in any way you can. We'll make videos, you know. We've got some stuff in the lines. You know. I have some good ideas for vids, but I sim- I can't do IG and JAR and all of it at the same time. I know, but you know, we've actually got a video that's done that we made ages ago that we're going to upload at some point. But we should let that smash video. Yeah, the smash video. We've got that. Yeah, I still haven't edited it. But that takes a time to edit and stuff, you know. Maybe when Jim gets back, he can learn to edit or something. We'll just throw it at him. Just don't say anything. Be like, Jim, do it. And Jim will be like, fuck off. Fine. (laughs) Yeah, so thanks for watching, everybody. We'll uh, we'll catch you next time. See Um, you on the next I hope you have a good next, you know, week when you, you know, everything goes well. So, yeah. We'll catch you next time. B-b-b-bye.